This is Iron Mike Stedman. And as always, I want to thank you for tuning into my show, The Legendary Dog Whistle Brandon. In this episode of DWB, I discuss why painstorming is the new brainstorming. Before we jump into the show, make sure you subscribe to the newsletter at the link in the show notes. I'd also greatly appreciate it if you purchase a copy of my first book, Black Veteran Entrepreneur, Validate Your Business Model, Build Your Brand, and Step into Greatness, available on Amazon at the link in the show notes as well. All right, all right, all right. Enough of me talking. Gunny, get them ready. Yo, saddle up, lock and load. You're listening to Dog Whistle Branding, brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media and Mission Plus, where together we're building the next generation of confident, resilient, and badass entrepreneurs and brands to keep you in the fight and not face down in a rice paddy. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, the godfather of Dog Whistle Branding and founder of Ironbound Media. Before we jump into the show, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter at the link in the show notes or visit our website, dogwhistlebranding.com to stay up to date on all things DWB. All right, get out your pen and paper and get ready to build a dog whistle brand. Saddle up, lock, and load. What is going on, everyone? Today, we're going to be talking about this concept of painstorming, which I came across this weekend just doing some research online. And uh, there's an entrepreneur who I've come to, you know, deeply admire and respect by the name of Keenan Beasley. Now, Keenan is a West Point grad, and he's also the founder and CEO of Sunday to Sunday, with, which is like an athleisure hair care brand targeted at black women because a lot of black women, you know, want to work out, but he realized that a lot of them were worried about their hair. And this creates a little bit of tension when deciding, hey, should I go for a run? Should I go swimming and stuff, et cetera? And so he was able to spin up this brand. And I believe they raised like $4.2 million for it. I mean, it's public information out there. I think Johnson & Johnson was one of their initial investors. And I had a chance to sit on a panel with Keenan at the Military Veteran Startup Conference earlier this year. And I'll be speaking at the same conference next year on a different topic. But him and I were there on a panel for underserved founders, you know, how to navigate the space and stuff, et cetera. So Keenan puts out a lot of content online and I was just going through his YouTube channel and I came across his video on painstorming for brand building and product development. And after watching, I was like, man, this will be a good topic for the podcast because a couple of things. This is not revolutionary by any means, right? We understand that as entrepreneurs, you know, we create products and services that solve our customers' pain points. However, when you're in the blocking and tackling of the day-to-day, right, and you lose that 30,000-foot view at times, you can be just so kind of, you know, idea and solution focused and less, like, pain-focused. And so it's got to always be at the front of your mind, at the front of your mind, at the front of your mind. And, you know, he blatantly, he says it. He says, man... F brand building, right? It's all about identifying pains and community building, right? So who's our pain? You know, what pain points are we solving and for whom? And then that will lead into the brand building. And I was like, all right, this is good topics, right? So, you know, I was going through my little authority machine, getting some notes down on paper and talking through it. And I thought this would be a good opportunity to even help you all think through painstorming as it applies to your business by living vicariously through me as I think about it, as it applies to my next book, 
dog whistle branded. So I went public on Sunday on my LinkedIn and let everyone know that, hey, Alana and I are going to be writing a new book this year, next year called Dog Whistle Branding, really picking up on a lot of the topics we've already covered in my newsletter and on this podcast. But I want to take it to the next level, right? I really want to improve my business acumen. I want to establish myself as an authority on brand building for veteran entrepreneurs and communities that, you know, I have an affinity for, which are particularly underserved communities. Um, Living in Newark, New Jersey, walking the beat every single day, I'm unapologetic about it that, you know, these are my people. And so I know that economically speaking, black and brown entrepreneurs tend to be having a hard time out there. And so those are my tribe, right? Whether it's veterans or just people of color in general. And so that's good for me, but it's like, okay, what pain point am I trying to solve with this book? And so, you know, I realized that I need to do my, a painstorming session. So I start to think through some things, right? There's a lot of content out there for early stage founders. You know, you've got Donald Miller's building a story brand. You have, you know, what's her name? Uh, I actually had her, April Dunford, who I had on a podcast, right? She's got positioning. So there's a lot of content out there. And, you know, most of the business owners I want to work with, they're not exactly these like product marketing kind of people, right? They've come up with a great idea for a product or service, and they've kind of got their sleeves, rolled up their sleeves and just got to work and they've had success, right? So they're generating, you know, millions of dollars in revenue and they, they gained an initial foothold in a market. What I want to do is I want to target business owners that have, like I said, achieved that initial growth. And now they're trying to unlock new channels of growth with the self-awareness that like, hey, they're not these product marketing people. They might own a small business. They might have a bootstrap startup or something, but there's just not like endless piles of money. And so they spend a lot of their day-to-day focusing on sales and managing the team. And they could really use some input about thinking, hey, where are we going next? And most of these entrepreneurs aren't aware of what I do, which is called category design. So I think with a category first mindset, when I wrote my book, Black Veteran Entrepreneur, that is a category that I literally created with Alana. <clears throat> now, some people might push back and say, oh, well, there's been Black Veteran Entrepreneurs out there forever, but nobody kind of m- merged the term like I did, BBE, created a point of view on why we matter, which we did with the book, and literally start to build out this category. So people start to identify like, hey, I'm a BBE. And so, you know, you see a lot of successful businesses do this, startups, and I want more people to just be more intentional about the process, okay? So that's where I'm kind of headed with the book. I still need to think through who my ideal customer is, whether they're running a privately held business, whether they are running a venture-backed startup, but I'm going to work that stuff out, talking through it on here and in the newsletter. But pains, okay, what are pains I know that they're probably facing? Because they're at a growth stage, right, they need to hire talent. And there's a recurring theme I've had through my coaching work is just hiring and retaining what we call A-player talent. So these are the type of individuals that can get shit done. You know, they operate at a high level. You don't got to babysit them. And they just add immense value to the business. A lot of us out there like to think that we're A-players. I know if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably an entrepreneur. And you know how hard it is to hire people, right? And so that's just a never-ending battle. And when you're in a growth stage and you got to hire people at the cyclic, sometimes you need just-in-time talent. You know, how do you uh, cultivate that so that you're attracting the right people? 
You know, I always say dog whistle branding is a two-sided market because not only do we want to attract profitable customers, right, that aren't a pain in the ass to work with, but we also need to be able to attract this, this caliber of talent. So that's something I know people struggle with. The other thing is how do you unlock new channels of growth, right, in an intentional way? So a lot of times business owners are told we need to be on TikTok, Instagram. They need to create content. They need to be a D-list celebrity you know, out there shaking hands and kissing babies. But like, is that really the best use of their time? Because if they're going to invest in marketing assets, it needs to be done in an efficient way that doesn't distract them from the core function of the business. And, you know, sales is still the main effort. And all that marketing does is meant to prep the battlefield. So, you know, how do they come up with a, a process and a strategy that allows them to keep aggressive sales pipeline of hot leads, right? That allow them to keep up with the pace of increased cash flow. Because one thing that we went back to was like, hey, they're hiring. Overhead is starting to go up, right? Cash flow is at an all-time high, right? So these are things that they're having to troubleshoot through. The other thing is through this phase is like, how do you maintain culture? You know, and this is why, like, even just talking about on this podcast, right? When you're building a business and you start to grow, things start to change. Like even at Ironbound Media, when it was just me one-on-one, it was a lot different, you know, once I had five or six people behind the scenes because, you know, when I'm out on vacation and they're having to show up for, you know, our clients, they have to represent the brand in a certain way. They have to do things behind the scenes in a certain way. And so when you go through the process of dialing in your core values, your core purpose, you know, your bold beliefs, right? All this really does is allow you to set that left and right lateral limits for team members to operate within. And then when you start talking about culture, it's like, how do you cultivate and you nourish that culture? You know, because we produce content, right? I like having people I work with jump on the podcast with me. There's a reason you've seen Jay and I do a podcast together on our other platform, The Transition, because I, I truly value CJ. She's headed in this podcast. You know, her and I are thinking partners. We met with Simon Owens from the Business of Content last night to just kind of share best practices and, you know, where he sees the future of the podcast industry. She was there with me on that. And we're going to get Simon here on the podcast. So I'm deliberate about the culture I'm building. And so I want to help, you know, my readers be intentional about that as well. And then also it's like, I think when it comes to pain, it's like, you know, there's all these different platforms, like I said before. But, yo, how do we leverage a podcast, right? Does a podcast even make sense for our company? Should we be doing online content? Do we need to do a, a YouTube page, right? And let's say they've already made the decision that they want to do this stuff, right? But, like, how do they go about doing it? You know, I still get asked by people till this day when, you know, they're interested in launching a podcast and I give them our little spiel at Ironbound. And they're like, well, you know, will you upload it to Spotify and iTunes? How does all that work? I'm like, listen. We'll take care of that. We have a centralized platform that allows us to get the podcast where it needs to be. But while everyone is saying, oh, it seems like everyone's launched a podcast, let me tell you, not everyone has been a guest on a podcast. Not everyone has edited podcasts. So there's a lot of back-end stuff that people have no clue about. And so when teams, particularly these like one to two-person marketing teams, decide that they want to launch a show, they have no idea where to begin. And for our company, that's where we're able to come in and support. But I got to do a little bit more deep diving 
for the book. And when I think about this process, to me, it looks like cranking open a Google Doc, right? Typing in painstorming, right? Up top, right? Or, you know, for whatever topic. So painstorming DWB. And I just need to go do a dump and just go down the list of all the, the potential pain points I see for my ideal reader. And then the next step beyond that is not just to leave it on the Google Doc. You got to go do some customer discovery as well. It's like, you know, when you first come into this entrepreneurial game, everyone says customer discovery, customer discovery. And most of us are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got this great idea for a product. But then after you've been in business for a while, you gotten beat up a little bit, you understand how important that really is, right? And the only way you have customer discovery is by getting out there and actually talking to people, you know? And so let me think about this for the book, right? Readers understand that they need to do customer discovery, but because they're so busy, is it the best use of their personal time, right? So how do you create a, a customer discovery process within the business or organization that constantly provides the feedback you need in order to create great products and services to serve your, your customers, right? So that's something. See, these are the kind of insights that you can just kind of gather when you just start to do your little dump, right? And so that's where I'm thinking about. And I want to challenge you all to do the same, right? Now's the perfect time. If you're listening to this podcast in December, I'm releasing it on December 20th. So, you know, you have this holiday season to really unplug a little bit and do some thinking. So, you know, want everyone to enjoy the holiday. But I tell you, like, one of the things I do is I carry a notepad with me everywhere I go. And because everyone's going to be kind of off and enjoying their friends and families for the holidays, everything just moves a little bit slower. Right. So this is a good time to just kind of think, you know, get back to why. And while you're doing that, carving out just a little time to be observant and just, you know, ask yourself, because for this podcast, for anything that requires a lot of that brings a lot of value, I have found that it requires deep work. And this is not something that you can just be busy doing, right? Like doing it in between Zoom meetings and stuff. I think for my brainstorming for the book, I need to be intentional and carve out some time to get it done. And that's what I'm going to work on this week because I'm working on the intro chapter for it. But I realized like, hey, even before I do this, let me take a step back and do a little painstorming session for myself. So I hope that this is helpful for you all. And again, this is going to help you just be more innovative. Again, it's not rocket science, but I'm just a little birdie in your ear, making sure that you're focused more on solving pains than you are on taking your idea to market just because, all right? So I hope you liked today's drop. I want to hear from you. You can message me directly on LinkedIn at Iron Mike Stedman, or you just shoot me an email at mikeweareironbound.com. I have been doing a better job of getting these solo episodes out. I have a newsletter coming to a company this episode that will drop when it's released. So if you want to read the written content as well and reply to that, I'd greatly appreciate it. Because I'm on a hunt, y'all. I am hungry, man. I'm energized. I'm excited. I remember why I launched this podcast in the first place, which was to educate myself and educate you all out there on how do you get a brand to market? How do you uh, expand your category? Because for entrepreneurial education, right, we're all good about how do you make a pitch deck and yada, yada, yada. But like, how do you create a brand that's like sustainable and that's anti-fragile that, you know, survives the test of time, whether it's in a pandemic 
or otherwise. That's what I'm getting to the crux of. And just hosting this show has improved my personal business acumen. And I want to take it to the next level by getting it solid in a book that I can utilize to, you know, spread the good word, do a little bit more teaching and just make writing and podcasting a part of my permanent flywheel. And I'm honored to have you all with me as part of this journey. So yeah, shoot me a message, man. Let me know what you think. I appreciate y'all. Until next time, peace, love. Have a great rest of your week. Dog Whistle Branding is brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media, where we blend strategy, storytelling, and podcasting to transform your brand into a dog whistle for your perfect customer. We believe that audio is the future of publishing, and we're committed to leading the movement. You can learn more by visiting our website, ironboundmedia.com. This series is powered by Mission Plus, a tech platform that helps nonprofit organizations upgrade their websites and leverage technology to deliver their services online. If your organization cares about its mission, then it needs to be built on Mission Plus. You can learn more by visiting missionplus.com.